Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hey, can you shut the f*** up for five seconds? The Hammer and Nigel Show. 93 All right, uh, there's a town hall for the Ohio Senate race. It's uh, Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. Uh, J.D. Vance is the guy who wrote Hillbilly Elegy. El- I'm sorry, Hillbilly Elegy. He turned it into a movie on Netflix. It was pretty good, actually. And uh, most polls have... Uh, J.D. Vance leading in this race. Tim Ryan is a horrible candidate. Um, and, you know, last night, <laughs> again, a hell of a platform to run on, pledging to support taxpayer-funded taxpayer gen- gender reassignment surgery for illegal immigrants and a slash funding for ICE was just was just one of the things that he's promising. Well, that's how you really connect in the Midwest right there. That's what people in Ohio are worried about right now. It's not the uh, energy output, maybe the possibility of of gasoline shortages after the election. They're worried about taxpayer-funded. Not just I'm not just talking about gender reassignment surgery, but taxpayer funded. We pay for it for illegal immigrants. <laughs> and that was one of the things they were talking about. That, Tim night. Ryan's all in. He can't get enough of taxpayer funded <laughs> reassignment surgery for illegal immigrants. And oh, by the way, uh, getting rid of funding for ICE as well. So it's not like there's anything going on at the border or anything like that. Um, not like there's anything going on with the economy or crime. These are the hard-hitting issues that Tim Ryan's all in on. And oh, by the way, he also talked a lot of January 6th at that town hall last night. Now, to his credit, I guess, he showed up. This was a town hall put on by Fox, and it was Brett Baer and Martha McCallum. So at least he showed up, which is more than that Katie Hobbs chick in Arizona has done, more than Diego Morales here in Indianapolis has done. But take a listen to what he said about January 6th. He claims that those bloodthirsty rioters killed a police officer, which we know is not true, but the crowd calls him on it. They stormed the Capitol on January 6th. They beat up 140 police officers, killed killed one. Okay, they killed one. They killed one. We know it's BS. We all... We all we all watched we all watched the we all watched the video we all watched the video and I finish please and I work I'm I'm happy to have this conversation I'm not afraid to have this conversation these are the conversations we need to have in this country I welcome you guys let's just be respectful but I'm not afraid to stand here and defend my position I'm not afraid to stand here and lie right uh, the only person that died in the January sixth. Uh, riots was an unarmed Trump supporter that was shot at point-blank range. So what he's referring to is Officer Brian Sicknick, who died after suffering two strokes the day after the riots. Yeah, remember the police officer that, that was supposedly got beat over the head with a, a, fire, a fire extinguisher, extinguisher? wasn't that it? That wasn't true either. The autopsy found so. that no evidence, <clears throat> none, that he suffered internal or external injuries as a result of the Capitol riots. And they also found out that uh, he did not have any 
allergic reaction to the chemicals sprayed by the rioters. So it was a medical deal that happened. Had nothing to do with the Viking guy and the ski bro and the rest of the folks that tried to break into the Capitol. Some of them got in. And we've made it perfectly clear. If you broke in to the Capitol, if you did something stupid, you deserve to be prosecuted. But at the same time, if you're Tim Ryan, you don't get to go up there and lie and say that the rioters killed the police officer. All right, what's where's the charge? Who was charged with that murder, Tim Ryan? I'm willing to bet you can't find it because it never happened. Tim Ryan's got a lot. I mean, he's the guy that uh, you, you want to talk about violent rhetoric. He was the one that said you, you got to kill and confront Republicans when uh, talking about the MAGA movement. Uh, and he's done a complete 180 uh, flip on his stance on abortion. He's all for abortion on demand, doesn't agree with Ohio's abortion laws. Back in 2002, he ran for Congress. Guess what his platform was? Anti-abortion. Boom. These people. And I Tim mean, Ryan doesn't sake. want Joe Biden to campaign for him or yeah, speak for right. him. But yeah. hot damn, he'll vote with him about 98% of the time. Everything. So on the, uh, the, uh, the view earlier today, Joy Behar, she was denying that the Democratic Party, the same people who brought you the summer of love in 2020, participate in political violence. That's what I want to say. There is no both sides here. And a lot of them like to say it, including Ted Cruz when he was here. And I'd like to remind everybody that it was the Democrats, the not the Democrats, who stormed the government that day and tried to kill the vice president. That's all I got. That's what she's saying. There's no both sides. Right. I mean, and she mentioned Ted Cruz. Cruz eviscerated them, made him look stupid. As a matter of fact, I think we've got that clip. We may not like when Republicans win, but we don't go and we don't storm. We don't try to change, but we'll go to the did I miss an entire year of Antifa riots where cities across this country were burning and, and police cars well, were being yeah, firebombed? You Your position is the left doesn't engage in violence, really? That was just a portion of Ted Cruz tearing down the hypocrisy on that show. The, the left encourages it. They excuse it. Reparations. Oh, this is reparations. I mean, we this, and they downplay it. They downplayed the Summer of Love 2020. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, this is mostly peaceful process, uh, mostly peaceful protest. There's $4 billion worth of damage done. Right. It's mostly peaceful. A couple I mean, liquor stores burned and looted. People died, but it's mostly it's, peaceful. You know, it, it, it wasn't uh, a Trump voter that was attacked. Lee Zeldin. It wasn't Trump voters that were uh, vandalizing and threatening uh, crisis pregnancy centers across the country, just to name a few examples. And this conversation also took place on the uh, very low-rated CNN morning show with Don Lamon. They had the Republican governor from New Hampshire, Chris Sununu, and he was speaking with Don Lemon about the political violence that we're seeing in this country. Everyone should be speaking out about the horrific actions of what happened. But again, the Steve, the Steve Scalise shooting a few years ago, Justice Kavanaugh was almost assassinated outside of his home just a few months ago. So uh, there is danger on yeah. both sides. Governor, no, no governor, one is I don't disagree with you, but I mean, let, me, really let me tell not. you the difference here. When it is on the Democratic side and it does happen, people say it is wrong, it should not happen, and they denounce it. Democratic leaders come out and they do it immediately. Republicans don't do that. Are they afraid of Don Jr.? Are they afraid of Donald Trump? Are they afraid to come out that they're going to lose votes? I'm just being honest, and that is the truth. Go back and look at the evidence. So it's not the same thing. Did Joe Biden ever denounce the assassination attempt of Judge Kavanaugh? 
And a lot of Republicans came out and said what happened to Pelosi's husband wasn't right. Rand Paul being one of them. If anybody should know what it's like, it's that guy because he was attacked. Blue checkmark liberal writers uh, applauded the guy that attacked Rand Paul. And when Rand Paul condemned what happened to Pelosi... One of their sweethearts, one of the guys they love the most, Rex Chapman, who for some reason is involved in politics despite being a just complete moron when it comes to this kind of stuff. He ripped Rand Paul, called him a whiny little blank, and basically was glorifying the fact that he got his ass whipped by his neighbor. So just cut the crap. And again... If CNN thinks they're going to right the wrongs and get the band back together by having Don Lamont host their morning show, that's like having Frank Reich be the head coach of your football team (laughs) and expect different results. Oh, man. Speaking of football, tell me if you're okay with this, Nige. Yeah. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. He faces a possible fine from the NFL for his Halloween costume. So they had a big Halloween extravaganza at his house where they pass out the candy, they dress up. He was an NFL referee who was blind. He had the jersey on, glasses, a cane, kind of a football-themed thing. Well, now the NFL is threatening to find Jerry Jones because, quote, coaches and team officials are prohibited from critiquing NFL referees. Should Jerry be fined? No, that's dumb. And uh, is that considered a criticism or is it just a gentle ribbing of making fun of them? There's a difference between criticizing a referee after a game after he makes a bad call and dressing up like a blind referee uh, with a cane. Give me a break. You know what? If I was him, I'd pay the fine gladly. Right. It doesn't matter. Whatever amount of money it is, it doesn't matter. To Pay him. double and say, you know what? After the next bad call, I'm going to put it back on. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do it in the in the owner's suite the next time <laughs> I see a bad call. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.